Ever since we started using Relevance Online Marketing, I could see a drastic improvement in our SEO. I mean, we are ranking so much higher when searching for dentists in our hometown. We are seeing more new patients and certainly someone you should give a, give a look at if you're considering new marketing companies. Just absolutely awesome. I would recommend Relevance to any practice owner who wants to see what proper marketing can do for their office. I want to thank Dr. Paul Etchinson for introducing me to Relevance Marketing. They've done a great job, very thorough. I'm happy with the results. Thank you guys for all of your help. We never truly realized how powerful this could be. It's really changed our business for the best. I think they're definitely worth every penny. Easy to communicate with, easily accessible does what I ask and even shows me some reports when things are going a little bit off track and what they're doing about it. You know, it's just a level of service I just haven't really received from other marketing agencies. Since we've been using Relevance, we've seen a tremendous growth in our business. I would recommend their services to just about anybody. Search engine optimization uh, and getting your ranking on Google to be the highest it can possibly be. The efforts uh, by Relevance and their team and the efforts and the things that they've done with the uh, the SEO, as well as the social media. Highly recommend it. So what are you waiting for? This is Dr. Paul Etchison telling you to get a free consultation with Relevance. As a listener of the podcast, you get the first month free and there is zero obligation to continue if you aren't blown away. Make this the year you grow your practice to the next level. Go to relevanceonlinemarketing.com to set up a free consultation. That's relevanceonlinemarketing.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Etchison, and we're here on Monday, August 7th. Summer is coming to a close, and something really big just happened at our practice. I want to share it, and I talked about it a long time ago, but we have dropped Delta. We're still in network with a lot of other insurances that we see through a third-party umbrella called Zealous, but this is the first really big player that we dropped. This is 32% of our practice. And I talked about last, maybe April, I said that our drop date was going to be in June. That got pushed back until August 1st for reasons I guess I can't really talk about, but we had to push it back for some reason. But I want to share how things are going. But first of all, I just want to give a big shout out to Dr. Ross Morgan, left a really great review on Dental Practice Hero 2. Thank you so much for that review. It may be my very favorite so far. So thank you very much, Ross. And as well, Dr. Sunil Karup, a good friend, someone I've known since dental school at UIC, just a great dude. And thank you so much for that review, Sunil. Let's talk about what's going on with Delta in my practice. So we finally dropped him. We started telling patients about how we're changing our relationship with Delta, not saying that we don't take their insurance, but we're just changing the way we work with them. That was the verbiage we were going with. We weren't trying to really hide anything. If anyone is asking questions about what does this mean? Are you out of network? Is it going to cost me more money? We have responses for that, and I have that all in a four-page document that I'm going to share some parts of in this episode. But you know what? I would say 85% of our patients were totally cool with it when we talked to them about it. And that was a good sign that we were talking about it in a good way. We were explaining what was happening. They were okay with it. They were still booking their six-month appointment, and everything is good. Now, this is our first week of actually being out of network. Now, everybody knows when you go out of network, 
The percentages that they reimburse on might be different, but we get to be reimbursed at our office fees, which is great. And Delta doesn't allow us to take the assignment of benefit. They're like the only insurance company that doesn't, as far as I know. So the patient has to pay us up front and then the patient gets reimbursed by Delta rather than how it usually works where we get the check from the insurance company and we kind of like just take the patient portion. So this makes it very difficult to keep Delta patients. And one of the driving forces behind us doing this in our office is that we're at capacity, which I want to talk about at another episode of just how using insurance to control capacity, but we're at capacity and we could lose some patients and we knew we were going to lose patients and Delta is 32% of our patient base, but that's okay because we're running out of room to put people and I don't have chairs to add any more hygienists or providers. So my only other option is to add more chairs and I'm just not willing to do that. I don't want to take on a larger team. I don't want to take on more moving parts. I'm very happy with how things are. So we went, this is the first week that it happened. We were texting patients, letting them know that this would be their copay. This is what they're going to have to pay us when they come in. And things just kind of changed a little bit. We went from maybe 85% of the patients being cool with it to a whole mess of them canceling, which we kind of expected, but it was a little disheartening. Even though we want to open up capacity, it's still sad to see when you just realize that the relationship really wasn't with us, it was with the insurance company and the plan. So we've had a ton of people cancel, just say that they're not going to come here anymore, things like that. And I'd say, I don't know. I mean, this is all anecdotal. I don't have stats to back this up, but I'd say like at least 40%, 40 to 50% of our patients are still, they had no problem with it. I mean, we saw a family of four and they had to pay something like $1,100 out of pocket. And now they're going to get it reimbursed from Delta. So, I mean, that was really cool. Like the hygiene fees all the increases in wages and that we've seen in the past two years, this is really going to help because we just couldn't do it. I couldn't keep people. I couldn't pay people what they deserve to be paid on the fees that we're doing. And I think we're going to see a change in dentistry because it's just one of those things. Something's got to change. The labor market has changed so much and the costs have changed so much since COVID. I mean, something's got to change. So I want to talk about, we had a meeting before, I mean, we've had lots of meetings. Most of our meetings have been around this because this is the big thing happening at the office. But I just want to talk about some points that I, I wanted to make to my team. And I think if you're not going out of network, these are still things that you want your team to feel in their heart. And I think they don't always feel it because they just don't, they don't think about these things. So I really wanted the team to understand that we have to completely believe in our hearts that what we provide as an office cannot be obtained anywhere else. And I think this is, comes up a lot when the front desk is looking at things that are being collected or thinking that something's a lot of money or thinking that like, okay, well, now we're out of network. I mean, you could go somewhere else and get the same thing for cheaper. And what I want you to convey to your teams is that you cannot go anywhere else and get the same thing. It is not the same thing. A crown is not a crown. A dental office is not a dental office. What we provide service-wise is the way we take care of our patients, the way we stand behind our work. It's different. And I just told the team that. I said, do you really think there is any office in the world more accommodating than us? And I would put my office to the test. I'm not sure there is. I really believe in my heart that we are the most accommodating office in the world and we provide the best experience in the world. Now, that sounds really kind of arrogant. And I know there's great offices out there, but I'm just telling you what I believe and what I want my team to believe. You can't go down the street and get the same service. And we stand behind our work. We believe in it. We'll back it up. We'll take care of things when things go wrong. We'll take care of patients when things go wrong, all right? 
Now we have the best technology, right? I mean, we've got the digital, I guess digital x-rays isn't all that exciting anymore, but you know, we got comb beam, digital scanners, two scanners, a mill. We're a high tech office and a very nicely presented office, a very updated finish office. And it's the best in the area. I really believe that. We open earlier than everybody else in our area. We're also open later than everyone else and more often open later. We're open on Saturdays. We've got a large team of knowledgeable, friendly, hospitality-driven people. And if you're not like that on my team, you don't stick around. You just don't survive here because that's how we do things. That's our office. And you can't get that at every office. Here's another point. I'm just reading off this document. We are the best office in the area, and though a patient could go get, quote, treatment at an in-network office, it is not apples to apples. Other offices just do not provide what we do to our patients. And we have specialists in-house. We have the best materials. We don't cut corners. We respond to patients when they call us on the weekends, when they call the emergency numbers. So I think when we're telling patients about our network status, this shouldn't be difficult to explain without confidence because we're not doing anything wrong. Everything that we say should highlight that we provide a level of care to our patients that they cannot get somewhere else, and that we as an office are unwilling to compromise our level of care to patients. And to do that, we can no longer remain an in-network provider with certain insurance companies. Now, we want the patients to stay with us, right? But we know that a lot of them are going to leave. However, we really do believe that a lot of them will come back. And we're always just saying we're courteously respecting whatever they decide to do, we're always letting them know that we will always be here to welcome you back should you find the level of care at your new office is not up to your standards. We want them to feel good and welcome to come back. We never want to make anyone feel stupid for their insurance plan, even though, I mean, you know how it is. Most plans are pretty stupid. It's just one of those things. It's all in the presentation. But when we don't believe in our hearts that we're a different sort of office, it almost feels like you're lying. It's like, do you take my insurance? Well, yeah, we do. Yeah, we work with lots of... but. What they're really sometimes asking is, are you in network with my insurance? And I don't think we should hide that fact, but I think we need to choose the words wisely. And I think it's a lot easier to explain to patients when we really do believe that we are different as an office. So I think this is something you should explain to your team, talk with a team and talk about, we run into people all the time. They're like, oh yeah, I need to see you. I, this happened to me at my old previous dentist, or I had a this happened to me, or this tooth did this, and the dentist did this, and they, we've all heard those stories. Do those stories happen at your office? Yeah, they probably do to some extent, but you take care of them. It's different. Patients are not leaving you upset. At least I hope they're not leaving you upset. Now, the other thing, another next part of this document, there's no way I'm getting through it. I'm just realizing this right now. I'm looking at the timer. I know how much time I have left to talk about this. I did four things that people will generally agree on, Okay. Insurance is a pain to work with and often doesn't work in the patient's interest. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I think so. The second thing, insurance is getting more difficult to work with each year. Most people realize that, especially with their medical insurance. Everybody knows that insurance is getting worse. Insurance is reimbursing less and they're not really keeping up with the rising costs or inflation. And the last thing is dental insurance has not raised their average annual maximum in like 45 years, like you used to get, be able to get like six or seven crowns for your annual max. Now it's not even one. So, I mean, we can agree that those are some problems with the insurance, correct? I think I'm just going to wrap this up now. I wanted to go through some verbiages, but I might do that in a different episode because I really like this document we created. And I really like, I just like what we came up with to say, because we had some ideas going into it, started explaining things to patients. And then we came back and we met again and said, what kind of questions did you guys get? 
And then we came up with good answers to all of these questions, which there's not that many. I mean, there's like five or six follow-up questions that might follow up when you start telling somebody about this. But yeah, I will continue to share my experience with dropping Delta. They were nice about it. Like we tried to negotiate. I thought they were going to do something. I mean, my main issue is that I've got seven different providers with the specialists at my office and we're all on different fee schedules, which is a complete pain in the ass. I'd like to all be on the same fee schedule because we're always correcting balances and it sucks. But whatever, it is what it is. And my office is, we're going insurance independent. We've got some patients asking, I'm going to switch my insurance plan to something that you are in network with, which I kind of feel bad because I think we are eventually by a year from now, we'll be completely out. But let's see how it goes. We're doing the difficult one first and we're doing the one first that we know we're going to lose the most patients on. And that's not typically how people do it. Usually Delta is the last one to get cut, but my office is doing it this way because we're just at capacity. And I just wanted to, I want to do the big one first. I just wanted to do it first. The team wanted to too. And it is what it is. So I'm excited for the future and I will keep you guys updated. And maybe the next episode, I'll go through these verbiages because I think they're awesome. I'm just really proud of these. All right, everybody have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your summer and we will talk to you next time.